Hey guys, welcome back to Dance Fever, Southern West Virginia's dance competition show fan podcast. I'm Eddie Lee. I'm Terry Ann. This is episode 299 of the show, and we have two shows to talk about. One is World of Dance, Season 3, Episode 9, which turns out to be the Junior and Upper Team Cuts episode. And the other is the first episode of, I believe, the third season of BBC's Young Dancer, which will be the Southeast Asian portion of the competition. My favorite part of the competition. We're going to start with that, too. We have... In the BBC Young Dancer, our, our categories are contemporary, Asian, street, and ballet, as some of them call it, ballet. And my favorite altogether is the Asian because it shows a different culture. The other three we see, perhaps not so much ballet, although we have seen some in the last few years on the other shows that we watch. And it's so much better than what the BBC Young Dancer contestants can do that I kind of cringe as I watch them. But the Asian, the closest we get is the Bollywood routines on uh, and it's So You Think You Can And it's not dance. even the same. And it's not even the same. So there you go. So we have judges. I guess you could see other judges. Okay. And um, mentors. They, they do both. They judge and they mentor. And I am going to absolutely decimate some names here. So I'm just going to say small bits of them. We have Saisa Patel. Is that anywhere close? S-E-E-T-A. Sita. Sita Patel. Okay. Gauri Sharna Tripathi. Is that anywhere close? Gauri Sharma. I would pronounce it probably Tripathi. Okay. And Jazzy D, which was easy enough. That's, yeah. Because he's a street dancer. And he's the general He's a general he's, judge. He's the dance judge. The other two are content-specific judges. Yeah. And they also, like I said, did some mentoring of the five young dancers. Yeah, Plus there's they three all, judges, but five dancers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's but, odd. But they all mentored for a certain period of time with them one day, and so many hours in that day. I don't remember how many hours it was. But they all, um, of course, were training with their specific personal teacher that they have in their dance class and or private lessons, whichever they have. They do two solos and one duet. They all seem to strict, strictly adhere to one of the solos being an absolute traditional piece that anyone of that ilk would recognize as a traditional piece. The duet was usually pretty much free-flowing. It was... A lot of contemporary, I felt, in all of the duets, even though they were still the Asian style, there was other than the traditional Asian style. And then another solo, which differed. There was a couple of them that did what looked like a traditional to me, and a couple of them that did a little contemporary-esque, I guess. But not knowing all of the different traditionals, I could be very wrong. It could have been all traditional. Who knows? But our our first dancer out... They dance in two different Asian styles, the Bernathium and the Kathik, or Kathik. Kathik, I believe Kathic. is how they pronounced yeah. it. The, the Kathik is the one that has a lot of twirls. If you've ever seen any Asian dancing and you see them to twirl to the left and twirl to the right and do a lot of hopping, that's the Kathik. Kathik. Kathik, okay. And the other one, I, I don't even remember how they pronounced it. Um, Baratium. Natium. Baratanatium. Baratanatium. 
yeah. And and as, and it was more storytelling. As uh, a lot of face. Terry Ann did. I, I apologize yeah. also for those of you that are Do much know. more familiar Ooh. with these names and and uh, proper nouns than we are. Um, we apologize. We're mm-hmm. doing the best we can, being mm-hmm. uh, rather Southern American. Anglo. I'm telling you. So. And other than the twirls. And the feet stomping. We certainly mean no, no disrespect harm. No, at all. We love. I love this to watch these Not at dances. All. At, this is my favorite. And I'm pretty sure section. that Catholic is how that one's pronounced. I so, think so. So we got one. So other than the twirls being memorable and the feet stomp to jingle the bells that are on the ankles. On the yeah, on the on the whole lower leg, maybe sometimes. I mean, well, it's it's basically concentrated around the ankles, mm-hmm. below the shin, below yeah, the yeah, calf, yeah, right. down to the foot. There's a wide band, so that they can of jingle bells, and they do some feet maneuvering so that they jingle, so that they ching, rhythmically. Ching, yeah, yeah, and I like that. Other than those two really predominant factors in the both dance styles, the face. Other than that, it's very subtle. Very subtle hand gesture. Hand. As we learned when they when we first saw them teaching Bollywood and So You Think You Can Dance, he the the gentleman who did it there was very specific. He's like, There's very specific hand gestures and if you get the finger turned the wrong way, you are saying something different. And people who are watching who know you don't want to offend them. You want to say what you need to what I'm telling you to say in your hand gestures. So it there's a very specific science to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just think it's beautiful because I like ethnic dances. Ashini Gosh was our first lady out. We only have one gentleman. Yeah, four. Four, um, four women. Ashini Gosh, Makai Gautam, Sundarsan Ramesh is the boy, Tulani Kayani Skeet, and Sri Savani. I'm sure I butchered all of those names. Three of them did the Bernastium. Okay. Two of them did the Kavik. Catholic. Dance. They all did them well. They're, the solos were where they really broadened out and kind of fleshed out into a contemporary. Because all of them take different dance styles other than their traditional Asian dancing. They all take, they all mention taking some contemporary and some ballet. And One girl, I forget which one it was, even was in college not taking any Indian dance. Right. She was doing something she else. She was introduced to it and fell in love with it. Doing her Indian dance on her own time mm-hmm. out of out of school. Mm-hmm. So the others though were learning it or were incorporating it, but she seemed one one of the females seemed to really have separated. Yes. I'm doing this in, in school or call it whatever they call it over there. And I'm doing this, which was this Southeast Asian dance, on her own time with her own people tootling it. And, you know, I mean, it it was a very separate endeavor, it seemed, Mm -hmm. for one of the dancers. Mm -hmm. And actually, just to cut to the chase, because I really could not even describe to you other than what I said. There was twirling, there was face, there was hand gestures. There was the stomping of the feet to make the bells jingle. It was just all beautiful. They were all in costume. They were all in full makeup. It was beautiful. If you've not seen it, you need to find it and watch it. Especially if you like traditional dances from other countries. If you want to learn you know, what, what their traditional dances look like, it was beautiful. The contemporary pieces by all of them were a little laxer from the tradition to me. I saw a lot of, of uh, contemporary choreography in all of them. 
And my favorite was also the one that won. She looked, if you imagine an Asian doll, that's what she looked like. Her face. Shri Savani. Yes, Shri Savani. Yeah. Her face was roundish and the way she had her makeup on, it was large. It w- yes. It, her so face Compared to the, so the clothing broad. that she had on, wow. her body looked small. To, and that's how most dolls are. Mm-hmm. Their faces. Big heads. They're big heads. And, and, a and small. she looked like that. Not grotesquely. Don't get me wrong. She was cute as she could be. She no, yeah. No, it was. But she just looked the part. And she danced very gracefully. So she was just my favorite. And it turned out she was the last one that, that went. And she was the winner. Yay, Shri Savani. I hope she wins the whole thing because I am hoping I am not. I'm hoping that I'm that I am totally wrong and that the other three rounds of competition are going to be just as good. But I want Shri right at this moment to win the whole thing. I think the contemporary group has the potential because we we really like contemporary dancing. I know, but, but they, they really get, disappointed us last year because well, we really like contemporary dancing. But well, they get year, year they before. get so. Experiment, not yes. really experimental, but very boundary pushing yes. kind of. And actually, all of them do. And maybe the Southeast Asian does too. We just don't recognize yeah. it. But like, I, I think we were most disappointed last season with the street dancing. It was just so, I don't know, it different. Mm-hmm. Not what, neither what we expected nor really what we wanted as far as being entertained by it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe, I don't know, maybe that was just a particular year and maybe this year will be, you know, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to see. This is only like, I think the third year that they've had the competition. So we didn't watch the first year. We went back and watched the first year. Did we watch yes, it? Yes, we did. Oh, okay. We went back and found it and we watched it. And that's when we decided to talk on the second year. Yeah. We decided we were going to because. Yeah, and we did. And now we're talking on the third year. So. And it's very much the same format as it was the other two shows. They they go into oh, the exactly. to the kids' lives mm-hmm. and show you their home studios, and sometimes they show you family. You know, it just depends, and tell you all about you know what they're doing right. with their day to day and how they do it. Kind of like the these are the people, and and they they hang with them for the work up to it, like mm-hmm. the week before or something and like that. And then to me, the dancing part is the least important on it, the show. Uh, yeah. It's, it seems to me very abbreviated, although they, I think they get to dance for like a minute 15, minute 30. Four, or three times, the yeah. solo, the duet, and another they're, solo. They're only yeah. like a minute and a half to two minutes long. They're very short. They, the, the, the show is predominantly about the chil- about the kids. Right, about the journey. About the journey uh, the, and the, not, the, not the destination. The, the personalness. They show of, the dances in full, I do believe. It seems like they I, do. I believe It's just show. very abbreviated beginning and end. It's like there they are and you watch them dance for a minute and then they're gone. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. And then they show their second dance and then they show their third dance. And you've in four minutes you've seen all their dances and you've spent – an hour watching the show. And all of this in, what, an hour program? Mm-hmm. In each episode, yeah. an hour? But still, I'm glad Sheree Savani won. She was my favorite. Let's move on to World of Dance. And here we have our normal trio of judges, Neo, J-Lo, and Derek. And we have um, J-Lo mentoring, wasn't it? Yeah. J-Lo mentoring the um, upper team division. Okay. And Neo... No, I'm sorry, the junior division. No, and Neo yeah, she, did the upper team division. She did the junior. Yes, because J-Lo likes kids. And our first ones out are Funkonometry, 
They're the two boys. One's very tall, one's very short. Mm -hmm. And they look like buddies off the playground. They remind me of the big dog and the little dog. Mm -hmm. A lot. Out of the cartoon. Out of the Looney Tunes cartoons. And they went funny yet again. Do you have the song they danced to? They danced to Troy Boys After Hours featuring Diplo and Nina Sky. And these are just good old boys dancing on the school playground being funny to me. I, I don't really know how they even got this far. Not that they're not enjoyable to watch. They are enjoyable to watch. They're just not as polished or tricky it, as the other ones. They, they just they don't really have a wide-spectrum competition kind of no. mentality. They may be able to win competitions of all dancers of their same ilk, whether it be and their style age, or and their age school, or yeah, and their something area. like that. But when you throw them in with people like Pop and John, yeah, or some of these upper team groups that have been together forever, uh, they're they're just not going to be able to compete. That that's not. So, I and mean, that's to us because the judges love them. They got a ninety three and ninety three and an eighty eight. No, Derek's well, not Derek so much didn't in love. love them, so but much. they got a ninety one point three. I I don't even see it, but. I'm not a judge. Which put them first place on the yeah, board. Yeah, of course. So they were first running. So yeah, that's why they're in first hey, place on hey, the board. Hey, hey, come on. Lauren Yakima came out next. She danced to Sia's Helium. It was very powerful. I liked it. She did have one small bobble where she was not completely stationary on her one foot she chose to be on. She got a 91, a 91, and a 93 for a total of 91.7. So she's first place out yes. of two. On our leaderboard. Moving forward, which is a five, four, I'm sorry, four member contemporary group of boys. They did a very strong piece, I thought. They used a table as a prop and they were all over the table. On it, under it, around it. They danced to... Joe Cocker's Come Together. And they got a 90, a 91, and a 90 for a 90.3. So they're in third place. Third runner, third, third showing, third place. And then we get to the three that, oh no, one of them they didn't. I'm so sorry. Julian and Charlize came out and did their popping hip-hop kind of piece. They danced to Dance With Me by 112. And they got a 94, a 94, and a 91. So they're in first place at a 93. With Lauren Yakima second and Funkonometry third. Julian choreographs their routines. Charlize dances them a hundred times better than he does. Yeah. In my opinion. She carries it in the dancing. Kayla Mack, who is a ballet contemporary dancer, danced to... Take Me to Church by Hozier. And she got a 93, a 94, and a 94 for a total of 93.7. And I preferred Lauren Yakima's dance to hers considerably. Putting her in first place. But now Kayla's in first place. With m- m- and Julian and Charlize are in second, second. place. And Lauren, and Lauren Yakima, Yakima is in third, third place. With one more to go. With one more to go. And it's Ellie and Ava, a contemporary sister duo. Dancing to White Flag by Bishop Briggs. And they got a 95, a 95, and a 96 for a total of 95.3, putting them in first place and pushing Lauren Yakima out of the competition altogether. I don't agree. No, I don't I don't either. So we have Ellie and Ava in first place, Kayla Mack in second, and Julian and Charlize in third. 
And it should be Lauren Yakima in either second or third. Of those six acts, I don't believe that there were three acts better than Lauren Yakima. I don't either. But, you know. We're not the judges. Nope. They don't care what we think. So next is the upper team division. And Neo was our mentor for these people. Who far and away, except for maybe just one or two, across the board have the better acts than any other division in my mind. Mm -hmm. You know, if you put everybody together and had them dance, there would be more upper team make the cut than there would be any other. I would think so, too, although the judges' scores don't show that. Well. But I think so, too. But we're not judges. So there you go. First ones out were the Exiles. They are a hip-hop team, Christian hip-hop team, let's put it that way. And they dance to... Tadashi's Dum Dum featuring Lecrae. And they got a 90, a 90, and a 91 for a total of 90.3. Next out was my favorite of the upper team, the Kings. They are from India, and they do hip-hop with some robotics in it this time. And they dance to... Um, they dance to Tatted Tatted by Aditya Narayan. Indian people. Ninety six, ninety nine, ninety eight for a total of ninety seven point seven. And what I really like about them about them is the strength of their tricks and the different types of moves that they incorporate in their hip hop because they incorporate a lot of what we see in Bollywood. Now th- this is not including the tricks. This is the dancing that is going on around the tricks. Yes, the tricks are astronomical. Yeah, the tricks are phenomenal. Unity LA, which is a contemporary group comprised of a couple of people who were a duo last year. Yes. Came out and danced to... Lord's Ribs, right? Mm L-O-R-D-E? Is that Mm -hmm. that pronounced Lord? 93, 93, 94. And I think they hurt themselves. I got a 93.3. I think they hurt themselves working with the prop. Yeah. Trying to tell the story they wanted to tell. I've seen their dance be better and more meaningful On than what this than what this did. They had canes and they were acting out the lives of a dancer when they get older and can't hardly move because they've abused their bodies throughout their whole years. <laughs> which which I think Derek can probably identify yes. with. Fuego Dance Crew was next doing a hip hop piece. Dancing to Gasolina by Daddy Yankee. And they got a 90, an 89, and an 89 for an 89.3. No love there. Which means they didn't even get on the they board. They didn't even get on the board. Radiance, a contemporary girl group, several of them. I don't remember how many, but there's more than seven. Now, what Was this the group that had like 11 or 13? Something, something like, like that. that. There's a lot of them. Dancing to John Mayer's Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. They got a 94, a 92, and a 92 for a total of 92.7, which puts them third. Right. They hit the board, but barely. They hit the board, but barely. So Exiles are gone, and Fuego Dance Crew are gone. Right. And then the Hema come out. They're from Korea? Yes. Uh, uh, Well, South. South Korea. They are a formation hip-hop group. They normally have a mask on of some sort. They decided to go sans mask, had their hand in front of their face part of the dance and then dropped it and showed their whole face they danced to john newman's love me again and they got a hundred from neo a 95 from jlo and a 98 from Derek. so Derek said that they were the same to him as in the as the kings gave him the same score 
J-Lo liked them less than the Kings, gave them four points less. She liked the Kings better, right? But Neo loved them. Liked Hama better. And gave them a perfect score for a total of 97.7. So we have a tie for first place. Now, because they are as different from what we're used to seeing as Hama, as uh, the Kings are, I think. Very different movements, very different formations. The thing that gets me about the Hama is that it's quite obvious that there is one that does the b-boy tricks. The hardest stuff. He does the hardest stuff. And he is the only one that I really see doing anything really difficult in a trick manner. Where with the Kings, there's more. There's there's several of them. Well, but they do don't tricks. they don't do the tricks of the same difficulty as that guy for Hema does. Not at all. No. Not at all. They they do more acrobatic mm-hmm. things, but the main dude from the Hema does B-boy. Mad B-boy Yeah, moves. mad B-boy. I mean, they he twirls are just, on his head for just about the whole dance. They are just yeah, he's, astounding he's really good. for B-boy moves. Man. He is. He is. So we have the Kings and the Hama tied for 97.7 in spot number one. And then we have Unity LA with a 93.3 in spot number two. That'd be spot three. number three. And then that's and it. And that's it. So we have a tie and one other one who is four points over four points below. Right. So, next is the cuts, which will be all three of the teams in each division, or not, yeah, the cuts is what It's not called. called the cut, that's what this was called. And it called something else? No, um... It's still called the cut? Uh, let me see. Uh, they're not calling it anything. Okay. But yeah, that, those were the cuts, you're right. The finals... Could be. Not the grand finale, but the divisional finals. The divisional finals, probably. Yeah, each division's three gets cut cut down to one. Face off against each other. Get cut down to one. Right, to where we have one representative from each of the four divisions who will compete in the final episode. Mm -hmm. Dancing who knows how many times. I don't know. Um, And I guess the competition between those will only be one dance each, also. I would think. I would think. Because there's. Three, six, nine, twelve acts to perform mm-hmm. um, in two hours, plus all their filler BS. Mm-hmm. So I, they, you're not gonna you're not gonna really be able to incorporate two dances per. Right, there's that not enough time. So, so next week in the finals for the upper division, we will have Darian and Madison, Briar Nolay, and Poppin' John. I saw Poppin' John's outfit from this episode, this next episode. Oh, man, it's just going crazy. Uh, in the junior team division, we have V-Peeps, the Crazy Eights, and Dancetown Divas. We'll fight it out. In the junior division, we have Julian and Charlize, Ellie and Ava, and Kayla Mack. And then in the upper team division, we have the Kings, Unity LA, and the Hema. So we have one, two, three. Three singles. And unfortunately, because two of the divisions are teams, in the upper division, only one single person has the potential to go through, even though there are two in their finals. That's kind of unfortunate. Either Pop and John will make it, or Briar and Olay. That's terrible, mm-hmm. because both of them should be in a final. Uh, that's uh, Sorry, but, you know, that's... Who would be the junior? Kayla Mack? I would be okay with sitting Kayla Mack and having Briar Nolay and Poppin' John in the finals. Mm-hmm. That that would be cool. So, that's uh, that's what we have next 
episode, which will be episode, what, 10 of the show? Yeah, episode 10 next week. Okay. Is that all? That's it. Alrighty, guys, if you want to send us feedback, you can send it to dancefever at gmail.com. You can leave us comments on the website, which is deliberatenoise.com slash dancefever. Or you can leave it on our social media pages on Facebook and on Twitter. On Facebook, Dance Fever is broken into two words. On Twitter, it is one word. And no matter which one you choose, don't forget to spell fever, F-E-V-R-E. Next week, more World of Dance and the BBC Young Dancers Contemporary Yes. Uh, final. So those will be our topics of discussion then. Talk to you guys then. Bye. The Dance Fever Podcast is a Teal production, and as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license. 